Welcome to Valley 101, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com, where we answer the questions you ask about Metro Phoenix. I'm your host, Kayla White. Today, we're answering a question about a road. Our question comes from Cody Peterson and Tom Jocelyn. Cody asked, what is the story behind Sun Valley Parkway in the far West Valley? It was built around White Tank Mountains for seemingly no reason. Tom asked why there was nothing surrounding the road. Cody and Tom aren't crazy. In fact, Sun Valley Parkway was once dubbed the road to nowhere. It's a 30 mile stretch that runs west of the White Tank Mountains in Buckeye. It connects Interstate 10 on the south end to Bell Road on the north end. But for nearly 20 years after it was built, almost nothing surrounded it. So why does it exist? Here to tell its story is producer Taylor Seeley. Perfect, can you hear me? I can, and how are my levels? You sound good to me. Okay, and things are quiet here, so I think we'll be, we'll be good. That's Zoe Richmond. I'm the Communications Branch Manager at Maricopa County Department of Transportation. When it comes to streets, who's responsible for them can get really bureaucratic. Some are the duty of the state, sometimes it's the city, and sometimes, like in the case of Sun Valley Parkway, it's the county. I was born and raised in Arizona, and I've lived in Peoria, Glendale, Tempe, Scottsdale, the northern and western edges of Phoenix, and downtown Phoenix. And if I haven't lived somewhere in the valley, there's probably a 95% chance I have visited and I'm familiar with it. But when I got this question, I was stumped. How had I never heard of this? I found out it was located in Buckeye, west of the White Tank Mountains. It connects Interstate 10 on the south end to Bell Road on the north end. It's 30 miles long, so pretty sizable. The best shot for me to have seen it probably would have been on a road trip to California, but I just never noticed it. It turns out it's probably because the area surrounding the road was basically a ghost town for about 17 years. Okay, it's not that dramatic. Here's what happened. Sun Valley Parkway was actually built by a developer in the mid-80s to accommodate future growth. So ultimately what occurred is a developer was interested in the growth that could happen in this area. Back in the 80s, they worked with Maricopa County Department of Transportation, and they took on the responsibility for building that four-lane divided roadway. In the 80s, Maricopa County averaged a 3.74% increase in population growth, compared to 0.95% nationally. We were growing fast. So, 75 investors got together and formed the Sun Valley Owners Association. They were going to develop a new stretch of town for the upcoming population. You get the idea that they were of the mindset If you build it, people will come. 
They built their 30-mile road at a price tag of $82 million, and they purchased 48,000 acres of land surrounding the road. The plan was eventually to build a master-planned community for 300,000 residents. They asked Buckeye to annex them into its city limits. They said Buckeye could soon become the second largest city in Arizona behind Phoenix. A 1988 article from the Arizona Republic ran the headline, Sun Valley Tries to Convey Accessibility Image. The article documented a city council meeting in which a speaker on behalf of the investors played up the parkway and interstate system as a perk for future local residents. He said, quote, a 45-minute drive is a breeze if you come from any other place in the world. People who come here from all over the country find the drive very, very palatable. Ultimately, the idea was to build it to allow growth on both sides of the road, both the, the west side and the east side, as well as, as growth north and south of that parkway. The road was completed in 1989. Buckeye annexed Sun Valley in February of 1990. But any dreams of becoming the second largest city would not come to fruition. Uh, but as you can see, some of that growth that was expected in that area in the 80s uh, didn't develop. Just as the road was finishing construction in 1989, Arizona experienced a housing crash. And ultimately, the notion of constructing hundreds of thousands of homes in perfect residential communities became unrealistic. As one Arizona Republic article put it, the real estate crash dashed any hopes for profits and ended up in an ugly legal battle that took years to clean up. The legal battles over who all owned what pieces of land and who had the rights to sell what and all the events that unfolded lasted at least as recently as 2015. That year, one developer was ordered to pay $86.4 million in a case related to the land. Their, the growth was slower, I think, than the developers uh, anticipated. When the road opened to the public, fewer than 500 motorists a day used it. An article headline ran saying, quote, Sun Valley Parkway finished, little used. This was when the road earned the infamous title, The Road to Nowhere. So you may be wondering, if the growth fizzled out, what happened to the road? The construction project uh, went on between 1988 and 1989, and McDot assumed responsibility for the road when it was completed. Uh, we found out that was February of 1989. And so currently, McDot has this uh, road in its system. We're responsible for its maintenance. So the Maricopa County Department of Transportation pays to maintain it today. But it was the private owners who financed the construction of it. Ultimately, this project wouldn't have been one that uh, the Transportation Department would have taken on its own uh, because the, the need wasn't there at, at the time. So the thought being uh, the developer would take on the cost of construction with McDot then taking it over for 
public use and be responsible for the maintenance. It should be noted, Sun Valley Parkway was controversial. In exchange for the developers building the road, the county gave them $90 million in tax-free municipal bonding authority. That meant the county ended up paying the investors interest on those bonds for a road whose surrounding development and population never came to fruition. The Arizona Daily Star reported at the time that opponents criticized the county for caving in to high-pressure developers in exchange for a new highway. The paper also said the single county supervisor to vote against the parkway, Carol Carpenter, said its proponents were ignoring regional planning. A prescient editorial from the Arizona Republic was titled, A Road to Where? The columnists criticized the county for laying the groundwork for future urban sprawl and for essentially betting that a town would be built when the county hadn't approved a single master-planned community yet. They wrote, quote, Currently, there is no need for that parkway. It is being built by developers for developers. They also wrote the deal was rushed by developers who were afraid that pending changes in federal tax law could make their plan less profitable. The editorial ended by warning the County Planning Commission to be diligent in their role of scrutinizing master plans. Quote, What contingencies and stipulations the supervisor's plan will go a long way toward assuring taxpayers the planned Sun Valley Parkway is not a road to chaotic growth. I asked Zoe Richmond about this. So you guys didn't spend the money to construct it, as you said. You guys just keep up with the maintenance. Do you guys have an understanding of how much that costs you guys, either annually or um, by some other account? Uh, You know what? I might be able to get you numbers of how much we spend on maintenance a year, but I think that would be kind of like ongoing, um, ongoing maintenance. Zoe and I corresponded over email after our phone conversation, and she wasn't able to get me the numbers before the airing of this episode. But I told her that once she did send them, I would tweet them out from at Valley101Pod. While the Sun Valley community clearly did not pan out as its supporters had hoped, Today, it's not completely desolate. By the year 2000, 11 years after the parkway was finished, a company called Stardust Development Co. started planning Tartesso, a 21-square-mile residential community. Construction started in 2004. By 2007, a 40,000-acre community called Douglas Ranch and a 13,000-acre community called Sun Valley Communities were in the mix, too. But ultimately, it was built with a future in mind to accommodate the the growth in Arizona. And although it may have not happened in, in the 80s, there continue to be plans for growth in that area. As of 2019, the population of Buckeye was nearly 80,000 people, a far cry from the 300,000 that developers in the city were hoping for, but it's certainly on an upward trajectory. 
Maybe one day the vision of Buckeye being the second largest city in Arizona will materialize. One day. Hey listeners, it's me, Kayla again. Thanks so much for that explanation of the romantic sounding but ultimately costly road to nowhere. Now, this isn't the only transportation related question you're tackling. What else do you have up your sleeve? Well, I read this book recently called The Color of Law, A Forgotten History of How Our Government Segregated America. It's by Richard Rothstein and One of the things that is discussed in the book is how our interstate construction segregated neighborhoods or in some cases reinforced segregation in neighborhoods. I wanted to find out, did that happen here? Also, the expert landscaping of a freeway often becomes a distinct community asset. Whenever possible, in our bigger cities, rights of way are located in blighted or slum areas which helps to clean them up. That sounds like a fascinating topic, and I'm really excited to hear that. Listeners, if you don't want to miss that one, be sure to subscribe to Valley 101 on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, that's all we have for today, listeners. If you like our show, please rate and review us. Better yet, purchase a subscription to our website at azcentral.com join. If you have a question you want our team to tackle, be sure to submit it at valley101.azcentral.com. All right, see you next week.